The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Loving That Sports Talk with your host, James Loving. If you're looking for a fast-paced show that covers football and so much more, this is the place to be. Now, here's your host, formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles, James Loving. This is James Loving, and I'm hosting Loving That Sports Talk. It's a good day in Arizona today, and I am so fortunate to have my two guests back here today, Diane Salaya. Hello. And Rhonda Roth. Hi, James. How y'all doing today? Great, good. thanks. I guess we had such a good time in our last show, y'all wanted to come back and do it again with me, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Well, like I said, we're going to have a great show today. We'll have fun. We're going to laugh and we're going to talk sports. We're going to talk, I mean, everything, guys. Are y'all ready? I am ready. Ready. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Y'all got me worried. <laughs> 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 uh, like last time. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, uh, like I was saying, me and uh, we talked earlier and we was talking about Ocho Cinco. I guess he got a reality show. And I guess, you know, he was twittering on the sideline this weekend of a game, you know. And um, I guess he got fined $25,000. And, and as I was explaining to Diane earlier today, what that come from is like the players, you know, a couple of years ago after they scored a touchdown, they was doing crazy things on the field, like oh, I mean, T.O. had pulled out a sharpie and signed the football. Mm-hmm. You know, he pulled mm-hmm. out his sock. You know, one guy um, um, pulled out a cell phone as he scored, like he was calling his mom. So I guess, like what you were saying, this reality show. What is going on with that, Diane? Um. Well, I don't appreciate some of the reality shows. It's more like the Bachelor and the Bachelorette shows. Uh, but to me, I but, saw that word. But excuse me. <laughs> Not the but, it's a but. Um, <laughs> on a particular show I just happened to scan on about Ocho Cinco, it's just really exploiting women and um, their claim to fame, most likely. It's not anything to do with uh, who he is or anything. It just shows um, kind of how these women are uh, just looking for their five minutes of fame. Well, Ron, so. don't don't the women want this? They want these guys to making all this money. They want to be around them and hang and oh. be in the fame. Isn't that what they want? Oh, absolutely. If they can get their their foot in or just have some um, publicity of any kind, I mean, heck yeah, that's what they want. And um, especially, I mean, the preseason's a prime opportunity for that. Well, as you see, why are you saying that? Because the players are away from their wives or girlfriends. Oh, absolutely. Think? Oh, yeah, yeah. I just, um, after seeing his show that one time, I was just um, almost disgusted by some of these women and how they just say that they're there for him, but they're not actually there for him. They're actually there for everything else that comes along with him. But isn't this our society, how society is? Everybody wants this either football player or NBA player or baseball player because they want to be in the limelight. 
and, oh, and yeah, women, you absolutely. know, you can't blame the man for that, can you? You know, it's the women that want to be hanging on their shoulders when they go to these parties exactly, and be but known. My, you know, I am sorry, James, but my thought is <laughs> that, um, you know, these these women are acting like these guys are meat, and they're not. They have they have opinions, they have personalities, they have wives, girlfriends, some of them, some of them. <laughs> the single ones, okay, this might work for them. But, you know, on, on the married life or the girlfriend side of it, you know, it's just, it's, it's wrong. And, and these guys, these poor guys are being set up like this. And Well, I don't really feel sorry for Ocho Cinco on as far as that. I think this kind of helps him with his career a little bit more. Well, absolutely. Um, the only thing I didn't, one of the things I didn't like also is you got all these Barbie doll girls on there. And that's not really reality. These girls probably don't know anything about football at all. And if they do, they only researched a little bit. Just like um, all the groupies, they just know the basics. They really don't know the true them. Well, yeah, that's kind of like us. We're beautiful and gorgeous and Barbie dolls and we know spot. <laughs> <laughs> but well. see, you, you guys sitting there and you blaming this. And you blaming <laughs> See, y'all give it to so, But you, you blaming these guys. And like I say, these guys, when they're in the sports, you know, they know they're, they're in the limelight and people looking at them. And they, everybody want to be around them. Yeah, that's fine. But are they wrong for, you know, having these women on them and, and you know? No. I think it's. I actually think it's wrong on both parts. Them, uh, the women, um, making other women look bad as far as how they're getting to their claim to fame, and the men too. The men are taking advantage of this. You know, and, and like I just say, like flavor flav. You know, uh, <laughs> 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 yeah. But you know, these guys they go out of town for these games. They you know they hang out. They have all these women groupies. They call right. They want to be there and they want to hang out, you know, and be around the players. They come into town, and then you get a player like Dwayne Bow, you know, for the Kansas City Chief. And what did he do? He tells about his hope ball throwing all, all his team under the bus. Under the bus, talking about how when they fly to the city, they have women. They fly there and me. Exactly. Is that wrong for him, or is that wrong for the guys setting that up, or is it wrong for these girls? I think it happens more often. I think. They, that was it's not that's not even like uh, a new thing. I think it happens all the time. These groupies and everything, and with Dwayne Bowes, it was just happened to be talking about at ESPN, and <clears throat> for him to throw everybody on the bus, you know, I'm sure that they were all pissed off. But I'm sure it's really true, even though he's trying to take it all back. Well, I like the furthest question to one of my guests on the line, Thomas Lewis. Are you there? I'm here. How you doing today, sir? Good. How you doing? I'm doing good. Thomas, you, you played in the NFL, and I'd like to ask you a quick question. First, could you give us the background where you played and played at what teams? Yes, um, I played with the uh, New York Giants, um, Chicago Bears, uh, San Diego Chargers. Um, started out in uh, 1994 with the Giants. First round draft pick, 24th pick overall. So uh, you really know where I'm about ready to go with you with this next question. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Thomas. How are you doing? Hi. I'm doing good. Hi, Thomas. Thomas, my question to you is, is uh, I like to put you on the spot. You know, when these players are in, in camp and they're going through it, how hard is camp, you think? You, you've been in it. Is camp really brutal like that, or is it easy? Well, I mean, you know, I like to say at the end of the day, um, you know, it's definitely a job, and, and it's a transition. It's something that our our bodies have always been conditioned to, I, I guess, adjust to. Um, definitely when you get to the NFL, um, it's a little bit more intense just for the simple fact that it's, it's all about business now. It's not about going to classes or, you know, um, going home um, later on in the day. So 
definitely, you know, it's definitely more intense. And, you know, obviously a lot of the rules that have been put in place is to try to um, actually protect the players going forward just for the simple fact that, uh, you know, you go all day long. Some some camps run three a days. And um, before some of the rules that were put in place, um, you know, we would go from July all the way to September. So you would go full two months of camp, which they've eliminated a little bit now going forward. But, yeah, it's extremely hard. I mean, mentally, um, you you actually get three books put in front of you, probably the size of, um, you know, uh, six-ring binders. Um, and immediately you have to learn that day one. I know when I first got into camp, um, I was actually shocked because uh, they put this really large book in front of me and they said, okay, <laughs> learn this uh, by tomorrow. Right. Wow. And I'm thinking in my mind, I'm like, okay, they can't be serious. I just flew in. I landed at 12 o'clock at night. Um, you know, by the time I got to my hotel room, it was about 1.30. Um, it was, you know, cold. <laughs> you know, it was oh, really yeah. freezing cold because we were in New York. Right. And, uh, you know, we had to be back up by 5.30 and then back out to the stadium uh, to work out and then back on the field by about 7.38. So I'm like, there's no way they want me to memorize everything in this book. Right. I don't, I don't see the problem in it. Oh, <laughs> <I'm> kidding. <laughs> Each page of that book right. Right. consists of about 10 different things. Right. So that book is basically 10 times fold because each page is additional 10 things. So it's just not like one thing on that page that you have to learn. So when I went out to camp that next day, um, you know, I, I got most of it or a good portion of it. But I'm like, there's no way anybody else could retain this much information right. in that short period of time. Um, but I got out to practice, and, you know, they started calling plays and doing different things. And I'm looking around like, I don't know this. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I have no idea. No. And, but other people were basically doing it, and that's the difference from being a professional. Right. So, you know, from doing it for, um, for college or doing it for recreation to now this is your business, this is your profession, right. and that's what is it, it, is expected of you um, at that level. So it's extremely hard. Um, it's extremely focused. You have guys who quit. I mean, you're getting, you know, pretty decent paychecks, and these guys are just leaving, walking right. off, something that they've always wanted to do. You know what, um, Tom, Thomas, I'm sorry. Um, this is Rhonda, and I was just wondering, um, how safe is the training camp? Are there injuries and that type of thing going on there? What kind of, yeah, you know, uh, 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 well, to well, maybe you for mean, yourself. You mean injuries just from contact or? From contact, from. Yeah, yeah from contact. Um. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, that's pretty much every day. I mean, I, <laughs> right, I, with football. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, it's a contact sport. I've broken, I've, you know, usually each camp I would break at least three to four fingers. Um, I've always broke a wrist, you know, each training camp. Right. Um, you know, it, it's injuries virtually every day. I mean, most most of the injuries that you're going to have in, in training camp, per se, is going to be like heat exhaustion, um, things of that nature where guys are just passing out. Um, Thomas, so. this is Diana. Um, I have a question on mm-hmm. this. Um, as far as you said they're trying to drill you with all this information and everything, do you think they're trying to break down the weak players as that's far a, as that? That's a good question. Um, and I think a part of it is that, uh, you know, like I said, when you get to the game, uh, get to the big dance, it's all about professionalism. So I think they do want to see who is going to be committed to the game. Um, right. the Weed time, out the weak right. players. And, and who can and who can handle the information because a lot of the teams, you know, like Gruden and, 
you know, some of the West Coast offenses, um, they're very sophisticated. And if you got a guy who can't take to that very quickly, then you want to find that out and be able to eliminate him as, as soon as possible. Yeah, Thomas, and you know, I've been in Kappa, you've been in Kappa, you know how it is. Um, I was trying to explain to people, you know, that when Brett Favre don't want to come to camp, you have these older players, they don't want to come because they don't want to do that brutal workout. Do you agree with me on that? Oh, you don't agree? Oh, that's 100%. You know, I mean, <laughs> I mean it, it's it's known that nobody really wants to go through uh, training camp <laughs> right. I mean, if, if they can avoid it. And and um, another guy asked me that same question the other day. He was like, well, how do you guys feel about Brett Favre coming to camp um, and they have to go through camp? Right. And, and I said, you know, sometimes, you know, the younger guys, they don't know any better. They're just happy to be there, so they don't really care. But the older guys, definitely, they're like, well, if Brett Favre is not coming to camp, then why do I have to be at camp? And you've seen that this year with uh, Adrian Peterson. Oh, yeah. As a younger guy, said, mm-hmm. hey, well, if Brett don't have to be there. I can go back for Adrian <laughs> Peterson day. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it sets a bad example, um, you know, especially if you have a coach that allows that. A lot of the old school coaches, right. you know, they won't allow that. They're just like, look, either if you if you can't go through training camp, that means you can't play right. the game anymore. Well, right. Thomas, I got this music right here. We got to take a quick break, and we're back on the line. We're with Thomas Lewis, my guest Diane Salaya, and Rhonda Watts. Back with James Loving and Holton Loving That Sports Talk. We got some good stuff on here. Be right back. to the pros we, we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports you already get the general sports headlines and discussion on tv and radio tune in to the blueprint with randall gatewood yeah we'll cover all the general big name stuff too but we go beyond the typical sports radio show to bring you the details you don't get anywhere else we'll talk about the inspirational stories and the little known successes If you want creativity, The Blueprint is the place to be. Tune in every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Are you ready to go green? You've asked, and we've heard you. Voice America presents the Green Talk Network. Environmental topics are at the forefront of our society, and the Green Talk Network is here to keep you up to date on the latest trends and new innovations for the eco-conscious lifestyle. We'll help promote a variety of ideas on the environment, from global warming issues to how you can become more eco-friendly in your daily activities. Be a part of the solution, not the problem. Visit the Green Talk Network page on voiceamerica.com and tune in to help spread the green. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to talk sports with someone who definitely has an opinion. 
but respects yours as well. The beginning of every week is Crunch Time with Keenan Howry. We'll talk about what happened this weekend and what to look forward to next weekend. Keenan and his guests are ready to discuss the issues with you about football and sports in general. It's Crunch Time with Keenan Howry. Every Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. And make your voice heard. Is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's at the shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Levin. I'm back hosting Levin at Sports Talk. I have my guests on the phone. I got Thomas Lewis in the studio. I got Diane, and I got Rhonda. How you doing? You still there, Thomas? Yes, I'm still here. I, I know we ended up on the question about training camp and all the veterans want to come, don't want to come into training camp. And, and, and I don't think it's fair. Like you were saying, it's not fair, Thomas. But what is your overall on these players who are holding out, want these money, and the contract is not up yet, and only one year into it? Do you agree that they should do that, like um, the the guy from um, the Jets, Revis? Yeah, this, and I guess I don't know if this is a popular response, but I, I actually agree with it. Um, uh, one of the reasons why most most of the public don't know or they don't understand really the basis of the contracts. Um, football is one of the last sports that don't have guaranteed contracts, which people would, after they knew that, they say, well, that's crazy if, Football is one of the most violent sports, and that's where you know you're going to be most prone to be injured. How would you guys not have guaranteed contracts? So you take a basketball player who basically comes into the league; his contract is guaranteed, no matter whether he gets cut, gets hurt, or um, basically just sits on the uh, right. side of the court like Dennis Rodman used to do. So, I mean, at the end of the day, you know our contracts aren't guaranteed. So the only way these players are able to actually get the money that is really deserved to them is to basically hold out. So, you know, guys that come in as a first round, they're going to hold out because they're only as valuable as their highest point in their career. So when they're coming out of college, you know, they're at a very, very high point. So now they're going to hold out to get as much as they can in that first contract because if they come into camp that same week and get hurt, they don't get that contract. It's not guaranteed like basketball. That's exactly right. Hmm. So, you know, now that a guy – like uh, was Revis. Uh, Revis has basically outperformed his contract. Mm-hmm. So now he's saying that before I get hurt or something happens to me, I want to basically renegotiate right. my contract right. so that now that is my guarantee that now I'll be on this team for a long right. period of time and that I can basically basically get paid what I'm owed. So right. I agree with it. Well, yeah, like you say, that you might not have that same year next year or you might get hurt. Then they're not going to get that because you hurt. You know, they could be like, wait, wait a minute, he got a knee injury. He might not conform at that same level. So now 
that money he wanted to get when he wasn't hurt and perform on, he's not going to get that. Is that what we're saying, Tommy? That's exactly. Oh, yeah. I have a question. I have a different question. Um, as far as how is your how involved is your wife in football? I mean, she just watches every game. Is she into the football? I really was trying to research more about the wives in football, and I was trust. I mean, I haven't really talked to you know anybody that um, other than you that have the wives in football right now. So I just want to know how much involved are they? Um, well, I would say in understanding of the game. I would say it's almost a zero. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about that last week. Oh, yeah, show, you should hear our we, show last week. We yeah. have the zero understanding club. Right, <laughs> zero understanding of the game. But want to be in the, I guess, the culture and the aspect of it, I would say they're at a 10. I mean, usually um, it's going to be one out of every 10 um, will, I would say, in, in athletes' wise, especially in football, will have a very good knowledge of the game, understand the game, you know, probably grew up watching football with their their dad um but for the majority of the part from what i've seen um usually the understanding and knowledge and even the the like of watching the game because like my wife can't stand she can't stand the sound of the game like if i watch it on tv she's upset because she's like oh i can't stand that noise (laughs) but i mean she would come to the games when i was playing right i'm like that's louder there but yeah i i think that's basically the basis of it most of them um i would say probably have a very low understanding of, of the game of football. Thomas, well, that's different. Th- Thomas, yeah. um, mm-hmm. um, I don't know if you like this, but, like, you know, I would like my girlfriend or my wife <laughs> to sit <laughs> there and watch it with me, but I don't want her bugging me about what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I, I, 100%. If she could sit there... I, 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 <laughs> oh, you're getting in trouble. <laughs> if she could just sit there and watch it... And not say nothing. That would be perfect. Yeah, so, so what's your input on the... The uh, should the wives be making all the hors d'oeuvres for all your players and running back and forth to the kitchen? Oh, he's go, gonna get in trouble. Go ahead, Thomas. Answer, answer that one. Well, you know what, Thomas, uh, I can have it bleeped out now. <laughs> no bleeping. Well, you know what? If if that that is the entertaining part, um, I I actually like to watch the games typically by myself, um, just because I'm so loud, uh, you know, and I, I scare half the family anyway when I yell when somebody fumbles the ball or something like that. But, yeah, if I had guys over, um, that would be a plus, definitely. I mean, because I, I, I would prefer, actually, if I was dating a girl, I wouldn't want her to know much about football. I mean. <gasps> really? Really? Yeah. Well, you know, would, that's why I was talking on last show is I actually started um, fantasy football just so that I could be with my husband and watch football and enjoy it with him. Mm, I, me, I. <laughs> get yourself in trouble, Thomas. <laughs> no, I, I really just would. I, I like. You know, football is for... <laughs> for men. I don't want to put you on the spot there. <laughs> Be careful now, Tom. Be careful. Your so, wife's listening. Yeah, no, she doesn't... She, she would say, yeah, I agree, because she doesn't want to do it anyway. But, no, I. you know what? I mean, even when I was dating, I would I would look for or speak to women that really had no idea um, about the game of football. Um, you know, and uh, just for the simple fact that I want to... It, it's a whole different aspect of the game. You know, and uh, same thing, I, I would assume that... A girl, if she liked the shop and she wanted to do it very, very often, she wouldn't necessarily want her boyfriend to go shopping for clothes with her all the time. You know, uh, that's, 
I don't, I don't know. And if they're paying. I don't know. Well, yeah, he's coming up with the money. Yeah. But, you know, it's kind of, you know, their thing, you know, going to do nails. And that's what I, I tell nails. Wife, I, like, I like your comparison. <laughs> oh, I, I agree on that aspect. That but, but you know what? I actually do like football now that I started, we started doing this fantasy football. I actually do enjoy football. So, and um, I do too. Am Are I good? Um, yeah, I'm better than uh, James here. We did our fantasy last Sunday, and I think I picked a pretty good team. We have a, like a bet going on. That's here. another show, Thomas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I was about to say because the stats usually show higher for women. Exactly. Oh, exactly. Yeah. exactly. Oh yeah. Yeah, they do. See, I told you. <laughs> <laughs> we get you in trouble, Thomas. I got another question, real quick. Okay. That rivalry that we had with you guys, the Eagles and the Giants, how intense is that really? People don't understand when it's a rivalry like that. It's, it's really intense, isn't it? Yeah, it's definitely intense. I mean, it, any type of rivalry is like that. I mean, it, it, it turns friends against each other, at least definitely for that day. Right. Um, I used to have a couple of buddies that played with Philly, um, really good friends that I went to college with. And, you know, during that week, during that month, we wouldn't talk. <laughs> I mean, literally. Yeah. So, um, and then once wow. you get on that field, it's, you know, is war. Is so, and and <laughs> I used to talk to, I, well, I can't say this on, on the radio, but <laughs> I used to say certain things to him during the game, um, you know, just to make him upset. <laughs> Cause, and then after the game, you know, it's, it's a whole different thing. After the season's over, you know, you're back to right. friends. But, yeah, during that time, you know, those rivalries, and that's what make the, makes the game, you know, the, the Giants-Jet rivalries, um, you know, where you got guys just, you know, fighting in the stands because, you know, they can't stand each other, and they probably have next-door neighbors, right? And then the same thing with, you know, the Philly, you know, being so close with the Giants, um, that rivalry there. Um, you know, it's just certain things that... Don't you think that's in up. every sport, though? It does that in every sport, though? I don't think so. I mean, I, I definitely, I don't really, I definitely don't think it's in baseball. I well, mean, in but, basketball, I think it is. Yeah, yeah and I really didn't think it be, could be so personal i mean that well the game the is physical too i mean with football the game is so physical that i mean it's not like eh, i'm just gonna tackle him softly no i mean every time you're out, you're out there trying to you know lay the guy out so um <laughs> that's just kind of how it is i think because the game is so much more physical than most sports i mean basketball is a little physical but you know you get slapped on the wrist a couple times and you know a guy might knock you down um but you know you're not just getting power drive by a guy who's 300 pounds heavier than you so, you know, that's the big disparity. You're going to have... I think football. that's in boxing also. Well, it's boxing, like I'll take that. Yeah. yeah. But, but, but still, the guys aren't in, in different... They're in the same weight class. Like, I'm, I'm basically 200 pounds. My buddy was 320. Wow. So, I mean, and, and on a football field, you don't have uh, a, <laughs> a fairness level. They say, right. okay, well, you're a one, you're a two, you're a three. No, if you're out on the field, I mean, you're fair game. So... You know, that's why I think the difference is, is I mean, it, it's little guys and, I mean, the big guys obviously got to be able to keep up with the little guys, but the little guys got to be able to take the hits from the bigger guys. So so, so what you're saying, Thomas, is what I'm saying is when Philly played the Giants, me and you couldn't sit there together because we wouldn't be friends no more oh, no. until after the game, right? No, no, no. <laughs> we couldn't be <laughs> friends. We probably shouldn't watch that game together. <laughs> <laughs> no, he said he likes to watch it by himself. He's loud. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll be all over the couch. I'll be mad. My, <laughs> my TV will be on the floor. And bring that game, and I'd be <laughs> bringing the snacks. That's what it is. No, I mean, James bring the snacks. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody knocked the, knocked the chips out of my wife's hand. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be upset. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's well, true. 
But yeah, it was. Um, thank you for being on the show, Thomas. Uh, anytime you want to come in and sit down with us, and we're more than welcome to have you. Right, thank ladies? You. Yep, yeah. Thomas. I look forward to seeing you and meeting oh, you. Oh, no problem. You as well. Okay. Absolutely, Thomas. See you Saturday. All righty. <laughs> All right. Bring the wife. Thank you. All right. Bye. Well, Diane, y'all, that was that was good. It was a good understanding of you know training camp from somebody been with the Giants. You know, and, and like, you know, like I was trying to explain y'all, now you heard it from another player, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I I agree. And I, like I said before, I never knew how intense the training camp was and how mentally intense it is for all the players. And so from hearing it from your aspect and his aspect, it was, that's pretty interesting. Yeah, it certainly is. And having to learn that stuff so quickly, you know, it's just... Oh wow, a lot of, that's a lot of pressure. It is, like I was telling y'all, you get this big old playbook. I mean, and you gotta, you got, you have to learn it. I mean, you you want to learn because if you don't, you're not gonna make the team, you know. So, well, we got that music in my ear again, and we're gonna go to another break. I have my whoop two whoop. guests I love having here, Diane and Rhonda. I this love is, being here. This yeah, is James awesome. Loving and hosting Loving That Sports Talk. Sports fans, get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter, formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. Get ready for unpredictable fun and sometimes a sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Entrepreneurial Insights is your weekly excursion into the world of business ownership. Presented by Sunbelt Business Brokers, the leading business brokerage and intermediary firm in the world, Entrepreneurial Insights will examine critical issues that impact both existing and prospective business owners. If you own or want to own a small business, listen for Entrepreneurial Insights with John Davies, Pino Boccianello, and Matt Ottaway. Fridays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Get ready to talk sports with someone who definitely has an opinion, but respects yours as well. The beginning of every week is Crunch Time with Keenan Howry. We'll talk about what happened this weekend and what to look forward to next weekend. Keenan and his guests are ready to discuss the issues with you about football and sports in general. It's Crunch Time with Keenan Howry. Every Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. And make your voice heard. Get ready to go inside the minds and behind the scenes with the top professional athletes, celebrities, and music entertainers. It's a sports show like no other. Keeping it real. Keeping it real with former NFL wide receiver Jarris McIntyre is real talk with in-depth interviews, topical discussions, and a whole lot of comedy. You'll hear from the entertainers, the athletes, and the fans. Keeping it real. Keeping it real with Jarris McIntyre is broadcast live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. 
The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's ass and then move on. I just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Levin. I'm back with hosting Levin at Sports Talk, and I have my guest in the studio, Diana Ronda. And we have a caller on the phone. P, are you there? I'm here. How you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. You have a question for us, or you want to talk sports like we're talking? <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to comment. I've been listening to the show, and I wanted to comment on, like, the show for Ocho Cinco. Okay. You know, I think... Go ahead. I'm sorry. Um... I think that whenever they signed on to get on that show, they all knew what they were in for. So we can't really berate the girls or Ocho Cinco because they're all in it for the publicity, not for anything else. They're not in it for love. They're not in it to have companionship. They're not in it for anything but for the ratings. Yeah, that's and, oh, I, I agree. Too. I agree on that, too. And that's why I was saying, Patty, these women know what they do when they go and meet these guys, know what type of guys they mm-hmm. are. You agree exactly. with that? Oh, of course. I was just you know. commenting on the women. I just, you know, you see all these Bachelor, Bachelorette shows and the Flavor Flav shows. It's just, I just hate, I think the women are not picked for the guy. They're picked for what ratings they'll give the show. And I just, I don't know, they just irritate me how they act on there. Well, but that's what they're picked for is how they act. I know, and I guess I am <laughs> I am guilty of watching it like everybody else. Yeah, I don't really watch them, so I couldn't really tell you, but I have seen, like, you know, when you see the previews and all that stuff, it's just a bunch of, it's it's just publicity. It's just TV, right. you know, nothing more. And the other thing, too, is how, um, what you were talking about, expecting a woman to know exactly what her man does because he's a football player, they should know the game. It would be like expecting a surgeon's wife to know what it's like to be in the operating room or a fireman's wife to know what it's like to get burned or work in the heat. I think people, women especially, have a right to be who they are, whether they want to sit next to their man and watch a, mo- you know, a game, a movie, or whatever, or if they want to be in the kitchen cooking. Well, and I, you know, tell you, he likes women in the kitchen cooking. Oh, yeah, we know <laughs> that. <laughs> but you know what, Patty, I agree on that, but just like my husband is uh, military, and I actually have to get to know what he does in order for me to understand a little bit. I don't know in details what he does or what he did do um, as far as when he worked on the flight line and worked with the F-16s and everything, uh, but I did know a lot about it, and I would see, ask questions on it. We live in a day and age where you have that right. Yeah. Oh, I understand you can that. You do that. You know what I mean? You know, a long time ago, women didn't have those rights. We didn't know. We were the women who stayed home and cooked and you know, cook the food and raise the children, and it wasn't within our right to know what our husbands did or how much money they made or where they spent their time. Well, but now we do have that right, <laughs> right. It, it, which means we can 
be out there at the football games. We can be sitting next to them, or we can be <laughs> cooking, whatever we choose to do. Well, that's what I was exactly. saying about the, that's what I was saying about the NFL. I just said that there's people, that women that want to actually participate with their husbands, and then they should be geared a little bit towards those women. I don't understand. Is y'all like gaining up on guys now about what well, you no. know? No, well, hold I'm not on, hold on. I got Kwame on the line. Kwame, what do you think about this? Hey, man, uh, you know, I, I, I think I might play the safe side on this one. <laughs> uh, there's no oh, taking yeah. the fifth there, Kwame. But, you know, these women say, you know, these guys, they want to learn the boss, but they really don't want to learn. They just want to be around and see what the guys do at the parties and all like that. What? That's basically what they really want. They you want. Know, honestly, the... honestly, I think there's there are a few real football fans Thank you, women Kwame. Out there. There, mm-hmm. but, you know, there are a few, but I will say for the majority, and this could just be me speaking. For the majority, I will say that it is for the companionship or to see what your man is doing at that time. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I agree on that one. You agree yeah, with I that, agree. Patty? Yeah, a little bit. I just believe that, you know what, if two people are going to be together, it doesn't matter what each one of them do. No, you but, know? you know, to make a good partnership, you know, I, I think it's really important that women take interest in in their husband's interest and vice versa. Right. You I know. believe that, too. But that all all the more reason... For me to say that it doesn't matter. No, you're you right. It doesn't. It, it doesn't. It's matter. not like you have to. Oh no, it's no, not. People have to. love each other. It's like you know what? I want to go and know what you do. I want to go and sit down and learn about what your you know what your interests are. It's all but by at the choice. same time. The, the mutual respect of saying you know what? I just want to be in the kitchen. I'll make your stuff, and you sit over there. You watch the game, and I'll do my thing here. You do your thing there. You know that old taboo opposite attracts. You know what That's I mean? Right. That plays. That plays. That plays a card sometimes. We can't, sure we can't forget about that. But I also agree there are women who are out there, all they want to do at the games is wear their cute little skirts and their little high heels and see who they can attract. Oh, yeah, that's You're an everyday game. game. Mm-hmm. But that's just, that's just the, you know, it's been like that forever. And yeah. it's always going to be that way, exactly. Patty. It's going to exactly. be that way in the clubs. When they yep. see these guys come in the club, they know mm-hmm. that it's going to be when they see them at the gas station. It doesn't matter what. The women's still going to do that to attract the guys only to be with them for their name and sports. Am I right, mm-hmm. Kwame? You are right. That's you are right. right. Yeah, and Patty, don't misunderstand. You know, we're not saying that women should or shouldn't, but it is by their choice. If it they, is, and you that's, know. that's the beauty of the times we live in. That's right. Kwame, you, you, <laughs> you, you're a former NBA player. How was it when y'all went to these things? Was it, was it the same with all the women, too? You know, it's always been the same. I think it was the same before us. You know, it would be the same after us. <clears throat> you know, I, I really think it's just the energy that, that you know, the, the individual player or the group that he's with is putting out there you know, to the responses that they get. I mean, and, and I, I really just feel that. I, I mean, there's, there's all different types of people out there, but I really feel energy attracts the same energy, and things are what they are. Hey, you know what? <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I agree. You can't I agree be mad. That. You know, the way I see it, I, I've gone to games, and I see these girls, and I see people in jeans, you know, women in jeans, and the their jerseys and stuff. Heck, man, I wear my big old jersey. It looks like a dress. I don't care. <laughs> it better not be yeah. no Dallas jersey. <laughs> oh, it's Dallas. Same I know it now. Jersey, would it be? <laughs> it better not be no Dallas jersey. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Kwame, I have a question. Okay, okay, I got one. I got yeah. Um, if, uh, if there were women football players as you guys and we were in the little tight pants as you guys and the, the big jerseys now, would you guys, would you willingly sit down with your wives and watch the game or just to see the tackles? You or mean pro football for women? Pro football for women. 
Oh, to wash the tackles? Yeah, would you do that? Would you sit there with your wife? Of if, if, if we want to categorize it, tackles. <laughs> <laughs> I like how he just pinpoints that. I know. Did you hear not? Did you not hear anything else I said? <laughs> you see where I'm coming from? I do. I do understand where you're coming from. I I, I agree with you. I agree with you. I, I understand that there's both. You know, there's 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 a perspective on both sides. I mean. You know, I think women watch sports for the sport of it and, and then for the attractiveness of it, too. Absolutely. I mean, I, I think it's a mutual thing. Sure it is. You I know, think I mean, you have that in everything. In and, every and, James, of life. And, and honestly, I mean, how many guys flip through and, and stop on a college volleyball game? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I don't right. think we're looking to see how good that set is. Right, yeah. I wouldn't well, want to the set. <laughs> but, but you know if, something? If a guy didn't stop on the volleyball thing, I'd be worried about him. <laughs> For sure. But, but you know something? TV had made this into a sex thing. Look at the ads, you know, mm-hmm. for all the things. They got the girls holding the beer, you know, with the tight things on. Yeah. That's the ads that they made this Football and basketball, whatever sports, into a sex thing. Oh, well, look to at the cheerleaders! Very, very true. Exactly, the very cheerleaders, true. Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders. Yeah, why yeah. that be Dallas? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just there for Patty. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a hug on Saturday. Okay, <laughs> but but you know, Kwame, you know, um, you know, just just a little bit about you. You know, you was formal. Go ahead, tell them. You know. Oh uh, well, well, me, I, you know, I'm, I'm a I'm a small guy on a scale, but. You know, for us right here in Phoenix, um, I run a nonprofit organization, and and we're we're a group of, of former NBA players, and we also have some former NFL players that are on our board, and uh, we're called Athletes for Awareness. and And what we do at our organization, we've we just went with national this last year, which is great. Uh, with our organization, we provide sporting events for for our youth and communities, and. Um, at these sporting events, we work with local and national organizations, and we provide free cancer screens, free blood screenings, um, any type of um, awareness materials to all parents and grandparents that are involved with our organization. Um, our, our vision is that uh, you know we we worry about our youth, our youth and our communities right now, and and our vision is that our, our parents and grandparents need to be healthy to help our youth succeed in life. I, I I know what you do is great, you know, because I just seen like some of these young athletes are finding out that they having these um, diseases and they don't know it. You know what I'm saying? Because nobody getting these screenings, right? Right, right. You know, and and that's where it's really uh, real critical because uh, when I found out I had cancer, I was 21 years old and just drafted, and mm-hmm. um, and you know just had a touch with the NBA. So, you know, and it, it really it it changed my life. Because it was something I never expected, and and as a young athlete, you know, you're just not ready for that. Because uh, you know, a lot of athletes have all their chips into one pot. You know, exactly. I love your story on yeah. that. Your story about how you conquered the cancer and how you went through it and everything. I it's actually heart- like that story. Yeah, it's heart wrenching. You. you should share it with more people. And God bless you. Thank you. You still so there, much. Patty? Patty, I'm still here. I just like to add that's why it's so important to teach our children to get their physicals every year a complete physical a complete mm-hmm. physical and on you know, their birthday on the month of their birthday that way they never forget we're really working on you know getting complete physicals with youth now because um you know our kids are taking so many different types of um nutrients and and supplements to try to get bigger and try to get stronger and try to get quicker 
that, you know, I think our children need more than just uh, those going to the doctor's office and cough. Test mm-hmm. nowadays, you know, before they before they before they hit sporting activities, and I think that's real crucial. I, well, I'm in the medical field, and I'm the one who's always preaching: get a physical, get a physical, get a physical. I agree on that too, especially with my son being in football. I think that they need to be more aware about themselves and how their bodies work. And I believe that the coaches in the football should be aware on that, especially out here in Arizona when they are in the heat and everything. They need to be aware of how their body functions because some people, um, they don't know. They don't know the difference. Well, you know, especially in Arizona, a lot of people don't understand that. And with our youth, we have so many youth with kidney disorders. Mm, I didn't know that. that because Because of sports. Because our kids don't drink enough water and because right. of Arizona in the heat. And mm-hmm. with football in Arizona, you have the two, three-a-day practices and, and so on and so forth, or even basketball out here. You know, the, the high schools and, and the junior colleges and things like that don't turn on air conditionings during the, during the summertime. Exactly. Well, I got and, that. and they play multiple games. I mean, my 11-year-old played multiple games in gyms with no AC. Oh, yeah. And it's affecting our kids' kidneys because of hydration. Well, I got that music, man. We got to go to commercial break, but this is James Loving and hosting Loving That Sport Talk. And I have my two guests on the line, <laughs> Kwame and Patty, and my two wonderful guests in the studio, Diane and Rhonda. Hopefully, everybody be here on our next, come back on our next break. We'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific time 3 p.m eastern time on the voice america sports channel spin it with chuck foreman has a spin on so much that's going on it will be hard to fit it all into the promo we'll talk about the weekend games what to look forward to hot topics in the news spin it old school which gives a back in the day approach from chuck a no spin zone where chuck gives an unbiased opinion and lets you do the same chuck will be taking us around town and around the world with news happenings and more it's football news and happenings tune in for spin it with chuck Foreman, Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. It's more than a sports show. Tune in every Friday for End of the Bench with Tony Bowie. Tony knows and does it all. Whether it's sports, business, or politics, the discussion all comes to focus in one place. You'll hear from the personalities as well as the everyday people, each bringing their own perspective to the discussion. This is a weekly forum that you'll want to be a part of. End of the Bench with Tony Bowie airs live every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time. That's 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. 
Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter, formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. Get ready for unpredictable fun and sometimes a sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with loving that sports talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Loving. I'm back hosting Loving That Sports Talk, and I have wonderful guests on today. I have Diana. I have Rhonda in the studio, and I have Kwame and I have Patty on the line. You guys still there? Yeah, sure. we're here. Kwame, I know. <laughs> and um, so are we. I'm, yeah. I'm trying to kind of pick on you, Kwame, because I know you. I know what type of guy you are. You're a wonderful guy. You know, I'm glad I met you. And you He's know, a great guy. Uh, I mean, it's just it's just nice to meet great people in Phoenix. So I just want to throw that out there from my heart. You know, what I'm saying it. The pleasure of meeting you and just being around you, you know. Man, you too, man. I appreciate you, man. But I, I still got to talk. Put you on the spot, though. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Spotlight. When, when when these players and we go out to these clubs, like um, Diane and Patty and Rhonda was all saying, we know these women want us because we we these athletes, right? Right. So we kind of play into that. Do you think? Uh, to a, to a certain extent. Come on now, Kwame. He's Tell married, you. though. Remember <laughs> that. <laughs> to, to a certain extent. I mean. You know, it, it, I mean, really, <laughs> we we are the persona that people think we are. I right. mean, when we walk through the door, right? I mean, I mean, I mean, I think that right off the bat, because there's a lot of times that, you know, even just hanging with my kids, and my kids are looking at me funny because people talk to me a lot, right? You know, but I'm just trying to be that every, you know, just that everyday guy. But um, you know, I, I just think people have their own perceptions about you, and it is what it is. Yeah, and then like you say, you know, we know that that they, uh, you know, looking at us and want to hang out with us. We all know that. But like, like I was telling the guys last week, you know, we spoke. You gotta kind of watch yourself now, like, cause you don't know what they all for. You know what I mean? You don't know what they want from you. It's it's mm-hmm. dangerous nowadays. Um, just, I mean, just trying to be a good person and and especially involved with community and youth and kids. I think you have to watch anything that you do nowadays. Um, cause every, everything is so touchy, you know, right. what you say, well, how it's perceived. I mm. mean, there's, a, you know, everything is really touchy. You know, Kwame, um, I was doing some research on the Suns and, and I noticed a lot of, um, pictures came up, you know, and a lot of the Suns players are really very family oriented and it's good to hear you talk, um, and say what you're saying. What actually led you out of the NBA? Um, what led me out? Of, I was drafted. I was drafted in Indiana, and um, coming, you know, getting drafted and all. I, you know, I, I thought I was getting myself ready for the league, and 
and doing a lot of different things to get ready, you know, um, you know, pertaining, which means lifting and, and just a lot of different things you, you change from your work habits from college, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, during that time, I started getting tired. I was getting really, really tired, and I didn't know what it was. And um, make a long story short, you know, I found out, um, you know, about 21 months later, I found out I was in late stage four of cancer. What kind of cancer was it? Um, Hodgkin's lymphoma. Mm. And um, from that point... Um, but you beat it, right? Yeah, yeah, you know, it, it was It takes tough. a real you know, my, fight. You know, my plan, it took me, it was, I went through chemo for 23 months. And, um, you know, it, my plan weight was 260 pounds. When I finished chemotherapy, my, my, my plan weight was 185 pounds. Wow. So, I mean, it, it, it changed me, you know, physically. It changed me personally. You know, it, it did a lot of things, you know. Um, after being sick, I went through a lot of things in life, just trying to figure out who I was again because everything was different. Right. You know, and, um, and, and, and that's where Athletes for Awareness comes in because I think there's a lot of athletes out there that go through that change. You know, my story just happened to be cancer. You know, um, there's a lot of athletes out there, their story's different. You know, their story may be a mistake. Right. You know, their story may be, you know, um, having, you know, having children. Their story may be, you know, a car accident. I mean, there, there's, there's different, there's a lot of athletes with different stories. So, um, you know, Athletes for Awareness is just a home for, for athletes that have stories. To, to come on board and work in communities and do some big things. I think it's a great organization. Well, well like I said, you know, I'm almost coming to close, but um, next week I'll have Kwame on my show, and he'll be able to speak more about that, you know. He'll be in the studio with me, and we get more out of him and talk more about, you know, what it is he go through and what these athletes need to know. So we'll definitely have you in next week, right, Kwame? Hey, right on. Thank you, Jay. And we have Patty still there, right? Thank you, Patty. I'm still here. And we'd just Hi, like Patty. to thank you for calling in, yeah. Patty. And thank you. you know. go, Thanks, Patty, Kwame. Go, I'll go. see you Saturday. See you Saturday. You uh, and you, Patty, week. I'll see you, you Saturday, too. too. We'll see you Saturday. Okay. Well, Bye, that's why Kwame. I like to um, get our listeners. You know, I'd like to thank all our guests, um, Kwame, uh, Patty, and Thomas Lewis. Thank you to your great aspect to the community. I know what you do. You know, I know I know you as a person, great person, Thomas. And I'm glad to meet you, too. You're the first person I met out here. I came to Phoenix, you know, so thank you, Thomas. And i just like to say, you know, my guest, um, Diane, you like to say something? What i like to say something. I just wanted to thank Kwame. I, I, Kwame, he's such a down-to-earth person. Never really, I would never expected that, really. I mean, he changed yeah. my viewpoints on a lot of, like, NBA players especially. And you as an ex-NFL player, you too. I never really think they could be down to earth like that. Yeah, and I, I want to thank all of our callers, actually, and then getting to speak with Thomas and, and Kwame. You guys have, I mean, amazing stories, you know, the training camp and Kwame with the cancer and the battle and and the battles also at training camp. And just God bless you both and keep on plugging along. And and we're all here for a reason, so, you know. And i like to thank Patty. Patty, I know, you know, too, been in my life. She's great, you know. Anything I call or ask, she help all or, you know. So thank you, too, Patty. And I'd like to thank everybody to come in. We're doing a car wash, charity car wash, this Saturday, August 28th, 12 to 4. Diane, can you help me a little more about yeah. it? Yeah, we're having a charity car wash. There's going to be a, a ra- we're raffling stuff off. We have food. Um, 
we have a lot of stuff that um, you're going to raffle off, right? Right. Jerseys, Jerseys, football. We have players coming out. They're going to sign stuff. Autograph. We, yeah. Mm-hmm. We've got NBA players and um, NFL players, former, coming out to. So yeah, it's, we're it's going to be a great event. We're out there. We're going to have a jumper for the kids to play. You know, you bring your kids. They play in the jumper, you know, and. You know, everybody going to be washing cars and the charity cars. It's going to be great. Going to kids, backpacks, school supplies. They help them out, you know. Get and it's uh, in Glendale <laughs> at Coyote. Um, it's one block east of Litchfield Road. Yeah, Litchfield and Glendale Avenue. And I would like to thank Karen for over there. She oh, owns yeah. it. And I'd like to thank her for all her support with that. And Sage and Sand for all the promos that they're doing. Exactly. Sage and Sand. Thank the Dave and Bob. Thank you. But this is James Love, another week of Loving That Sports Talk, and my guest, Diane Aranda. And this is wonderful. I, whoop, whoop, I don't know how y'all back. <laughs> I love talking. I love how y'all back every week. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Exactly. You guys are the best. And I'd like to especially put thanks out to you guys for taking the time to come down here. Oh, you're welcome. Have a great time. Be oh, back. Yeah. James I love Love it. Love Loving That Sports Talk. I love it. <laughs> That's going to do it for this week's edition of Loving That Sports Talk. But don't worry, James Loving will be back next week, Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to love more sports talk then. And keep in touch with James all week at lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.